what's up everything the st louis blues choose to lose on saturday making this the perfect day for the two guys one cup podcast to record we'll discuss the angst some fans feel having to root for the team to lose and then for those of you who don't like our non-hockey talk it may be time to tune out because we'll be talking about ian's trip to japan we'll be opening pokemon cards and we'll be previewing wrestlemania like two adult men should do we've got a lot to cover and it's gonna be a ton of fun so let's get started and let's go Sami Zayn. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the first night of the Two Guys One Cup podcast. We have expanded to be a two-night event, and this is normal and perfectly fine for everyone. Just kidding. There's only one episode of the Two Guys One Cup podcast because no one is asking for more of this, but we are here. It is Saturday, April 1st. April Fool's Day, everybody. Just kidding. We're canceled. We got jokes for you. That was my joke. That was that was our April Fool's Day joke. Uh, the the um spit and chicklets podcast put out a pretty convincing tweet from Frege that the coyotes were moving to houston and i was like that's that's too close to the bone guys that's because that's too (laughs) believable i was i yeah i wanted that so badly i I was kind of like you assholes like i know this isn't true but like oh i um I think I hate April Fool's Day. Do you like April Fool's Day? No, not at all. I'm. I speak. I hate I'm extremely it uh, so much now in the in the online world too. Oh yeah. You know, big corporations like, oh, oh, oh we gotcha. You know, and I'm like, okay. Great. Coke now makes acid only. Just <laughs> kidding. We still make coke. <laughs> that is such a believable stupid one that they do i, I think wendy's would be all over it too wendy's oh, yeah. is gonna have an april fool's day <laughs> you know how they do oh wendy's you think they you think they pay that person a lot i think it's probably a group yeah yeah probably a group of and teenagers the, and that group is an icon worthy of our respect um we will not be fooling you on this podcast. Uh, we will also not be talking a ton about the National Hockey League because who wants to do that, even on a hockey podcast? But mm-hmm. the Blues did play today, I believe, against the Nashville Predators. You wouldn't know it from the scoreline, which was 6-1 to one Nashville. Very good. Very good. I'm glad <laughs> that – I feel like the – by the way, I feel like the Predators just have – just people that just come out of the woodwork Mm -hmm. Callie Rosen with the only goal today by the way appropriate for a week before Easter like Tommy Novak who has 15 goals for them who the hell is this guy oh they have some other guy they have like some some Eva Longoria Luke Luke Evangelista scored three points today I've never heard of him Tommy Novak has 15 goals and 23 assists who the hell is that last year Last year it was that goon that they then immediately traded to. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Forever. This guy was a third round pick in 2015. He has tw- he's 25 years old, and this is his first NHL season. It was a real Chris Porter. Oh no, I guess he played last year too. I guess he played 
I guess he, yeah, I guess this is his second season. But he played sparingly last year. I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. He was a Florida Everblade at one point, though, so you know he's quality. You got to get oh, that yeah. Ever, Everblade quality, Ian. That's what they say down here. Um, but in any case, the Blues do you remember? Get... Do you remember Wade Megan? Oh, yeah. Of course I remember Wade Megan. A big, big Wade Megan fan. I was going to say he was a big deal. No way. This dude only played four games. I thought he definitely played more than that for us. Wade what? Megan for us? Oh, yeah. It was. It's one of those things that felt like a lifetime, but it was really just... Okay. JK, okay. never mind. Never mind. Back no, but I remember him, though. I mean, yeah. What? Why were you bringing him up just for? Because oh, I thought maybe he scored more goals and played for us. I'm like, this feels like a real Wade Megan type, but I, I was very wrong. You were so wrong. Sorry, sorry, Mister Novak. You were much better than Wade Megan. Ian, you idiot. Ian, you ignorant slut. Um, that was that's wild. How on TV you used to just be able to say stuff like that, isn't it? Um, you used to be able to say case, anything. Yeah, that's right. In any case, uh, the Blues returned to their losing ways after a streak of uh, unfortunate victories, I would say, that have deeply hurt their chances in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, which, yes, I know their chances weren't very good to begin with, uh, but they got two wins in a row um, against the Canucks and the um, Blackhawks. They did at least have the decency to take the Canucks to overtime, giving them a a loser point they beat the ducks and the red wings as well um so and then the the jets who have been terrible and the capitals so yeah they've been doing a fair amount of winning lately i think it's appropriate to talk at least a little about jacob rana who's been lighting the lighting the blues on fire literally setting our team on fire um oh it was arson why he was in the in the players assistance program that's right he has nine arson. goals and two assists and 11 points uh, since joining the Blues in 13 games. Now, remember, he had a very, very, very hot debut with the Red Wings, too, after being traded from, um, uh, where was he before that? Washington. Yeah. So um, I'm not saying that that doesn't mean he couldn't be very good here. I'm not saying that, but uh, something to consider, I would say, for sure. Um, what are What's your thoughts on Brana percentage? and what we've seen so far from the uh Ronan? no that's not right i couldn't think of anything I'm is he czech is Please he czech chechian not Chechen. he is a chechian yes but i think they've decided to go back to czech republic possibly he's a czech republican yeah um imagine you change the name of your country and made everyone change the name and then we're just like mm, we're 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 done with you, that you freaking pussied out you said ah, i'm sorry guys he i knew was, that was too hard he was born in prague Oh, sick. Sometimes I prog. I like to steal. Uh, it is it is back. It is back to Czech Republic. Um, I like how I like how on the Wikipedia article it says Czechia redirects here, not to be confused with Chechnya. <laughs> very different. Yeah, please. Don't um, Bron has been been great. Obviously, he's got a what is this a twenty one percent shooting percentage, so pretty high right now, but. You know, nine goals in 13 games. He's looked dynamic. He's he's brought an element of speed to this team that it lacks outside of Cairo, pretty much. Same with uh, Kapanen. I, you know, keep it up. Like, mm-hmm. I, either way, right, this is something that I think it's 
lost just because it was, I don't know, a month ago uh, that the trade deadline was. Like these guys, um, Kapanen and Brana, are on deals that expire summer after this. They only have one year left. Mm-hmm. So really, he does really well next year and we're really good next year. Great. Sign him. Um, you know, he does really poorly next year and doesn't matter how the blues are doing, you know, then you just let them walk or trade them for pieces uh, mm-hmm. or whatever you can get or blues suck next year. And he's great. And then you trade him for a first or whatever, you know, like <laughs> there's really no, there's really like no losing to this. You might get mm-hmm. nothing for him, but it's like, whatever. It's not a huge risk and obviously right now it doesn't look like that's really a worry but if you can develop into a consistent goal scorer like this someone that could put up 30 goals in a season um that'd be fantastic i mean let's see he's had 24 he's had 25 um 25 in a season he only played 69 games nice um <laughs> very nice 19 in a in a season where they only played 50 um Oh, I guess that's like the lockout season or the COVID season. But yeah, like he has a scoring touch. He's never gotten past. He's only gotten 50 points once, uh, 52 for a career high. Like that's not bad, especially for like a, if you're going to develop into a top six guy and you're a team that's retooling, like he's a great piece to have. Um, but yeah, I saw people and obviously, you know, a little joking on twitter twitter jokes and whatnot like we you know we need to sign this guy and it's like okay that's the one mistake you could make is doing anything with him now just yeah ride it out go through the summer do whatever um, i mean honestly i'm not even saying that this is a good idea and i'm not advising it by any means but like trading him would be a better idea than signing him this summer <laughs> like if someone was like oh, yeah. this this is the key piece that we need and offered you you know assets for him that would be smarter than signing him not because not because i don't want him to have a long long history a long future in st louis and become a bright star in this league but we've done this over and over again armstrong's made the decision to sign a guy after a short period of time we just did it with nick Weddy. we did it with marco scandela and it hasn't typically worked out and there's just no reason to lock him down like this is a team oh yeah giving this dude a chance at redemption and i'm not i don't know why he was in the uh, assistance program and i don't care you know whatever his story was he's got this chance right now at redemption chance to prove himself and i don't think he's gonna like if he has a great year here and it tears it up i don't think he's gonna be like dying to get out of st louis like why would he he's bounced around in two locations he hasn't stayed anywhere very long he'd probably be eager to stay here and you know, if he's like you said, if we're doing good next season and he's really hot, then try to extend a midseason. I don't have a problem with that. You don't have to go all the way to next summer, you mm-hmm. know, and try to do the free agency dance or anything. But I just there's no urgency to sign him right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's literally no reason. Um, he's playing well and just like just enjoy it that much. I didn't think he was I was really um trying to keep my expectations in check with them coming in check mm-hmm. <laughs> i was trying to keep them in check Steven. <laughs> um, oh, uh, oh april fools everybody <laughs> april fools uh, he is checked though he's checked. uh <laughs> that's re- that's really a man though you can't that's... he's got a family <laughs> he's got somewhere to be <laughs> oh but 
you were saying <laughs> <laughs> what was um you were trying like, to keep i was trying to yes, temper my expectations um Ooh, very nice <laughs> because like he has a lot of upside but he obviously struggled in detroit for a number of reasons and there was reason enough for um washington to trade him after he looked really good in their run to the cup i think he scored some big um cup goal because i remember he mm-hmm. was like one of the few people whatever story it was he was like one of the few if not only guys taking like optionals one day and he was just like shooting and shooting and he's like i'm like i gotta be better out there with my shot and i think he scored like the first goal in game six or something and they're mm-hmm. like oh he's done it um <laughs> he's, he's done finally it. done it it he's was that one case. practice session the day that taught <laughs> yeah. him how to do this and uh, not a career in yeah. the highest levels of hockey Sidney crosby shot pucks into that that whatever his washer for yeah. many years and brana took one optional and <laughs> it's the same thing they're the same player um yeah i mean i just like i really enjoy seeing him play out there and he seems to score in a lot of different ways too like he seems to have a pretty good one-timer has some speed has some has some hands um yeah he's been a bright spot it's unfortunate that he's been playing so well in the sense that Mm -hmm. like the whole team is then feeding off that and scoring and what have you and doing better in the standings but like it does make me feel better about this team moving forward at least next year like that they have more of a scoring touch um than maybe they had before they got him and capping in but yeah we'll just see we'll we'll see how it goes like i was tweeting earlier this is great thank you for proving that you're a great nhl player and you can do it and you can bring some life to this team now you can stop we've proven your point mm-hmm. you can stop now no <laughs> one will believe that you've turned into a pumpkin and it, even if they have they'll forget it's a long summer you know, That's plenty right. going on or whatever. And then, you know, pick it right back up. In October. <laughs> um, but yeah, right now, no, thank you. Same with Joe Hofer, who I thought they were going to stay here, was going to stay here longer. And then they uh, sent back down to the AHL, I guess, makes sense for their playoffs run or what have you. You got to get but... that critical playoff experience because he's not getting any. <laughs> Needs that Springfield God. Thunderbird experience. I, I did see a couple of people just in the last week or two when we've been hot doing the you never know sort of thing and i was just like please kill me please oh, yeah let's please let's talk about this because um, i mean yeah, it's 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 entirely sealed now because you know of today's result but like i hated that so deeply oh yeah i guess you're right right like the best we could i don't know if we're actually eliminated now but i mean like you know you've pretty much had to win out to even have a chance well yeah the best we could do right now is 88 88 points points. i think yeah and winnipeg's at 87 in the final wild card spot so yeah it's over um imagine not that we win all those but imagine uh nashville calgary and winnipeg just lose out Uh, lose out and they're like actually i never got above 87 points and that's just (laughs) how we got in the playoffs um yeah it's it it was it would have been a fun story if we were like had good players on this Mm -hmm. team and i could believe you'd take a round but you're gonna go in there be the second wild card spot and play as of right now vegas fun great great time i'm gonna have a good time with them just smooshing us um Oh, it'd be a smoosh. It'd be a real smoosh. Let's see. If we're looking at the standings. Love a good smoosh, you know. The Blues are in 23rd, which makes them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. They're in 10th, the 10th spot. 
key being that you don't want to be outside the top 11 if you want to have even just a smidgen of a chance of drafting Connor Bedard. Uh, unfortunately, the Blues are only one point away from being in that 11th spot and three points away from being in the 12th spot uh, with Washington ahead of them by only a point and Ottawa and Buffalo ahead of the Blues, both by three points. Those are kind of like the three teams that you need to obviously keep winning. It's too bad Detroit, or we beat Detroit twice. Did we beat them both mm-hmm. times? Yeah. because yeah, uh, lost to them once, I think. Okay, because I was like, this would have been nice to have them above us. Vancouver's playing well enough. Like, there is a chance the Blues could still move down the standings by one, two, three spots at least, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's it's increasing your odds of getting – Bedard or moving into that top three, you know, by small amounts, but anything counts. I see people saying it's just not worth it. I've seen people say it's not worth it. I'm like, worth it? This is nothing. You're yeah. like, this is like someone handing you a lot, one more lottery ticket and you go, it's just not <laughs> worth it. And it's like, I'm just giving it to you. Yeah. Just take it. Like, not That's worth ridiculous. it. These players aren't going to like have their careers ruined over the next six games because uh, they, we lost six games in a row at the end of the season. What am I going to do? Oh, I guess I'll just go golf now and not <laughs> care. Like I, they don't care. I would, in fact, I wish they wouldn't care even harder. How about not caring right now? Care even less. If you could, please. Whenever I see a team that's doing worse than the blues and like they had some spectacular loss, I'm like, God, why can't that be <laughs> like, why can't you be better? Um, I guess that was today, but like Philly played Ottawa uh-huh. and it was like four to four, but Ottawa was out shooting Philly like 44 to 11 or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is, this is kind of sad on both sides. Um, yeah. I mean, some of these teams like Anaheim, Columbus, whatever, they're all, they're all stuck down there. Same with like Montreal, San Jose, but it'd be fun. Just let, let us have, let us have that joy. Of uh, not? you know, possibility uh, dream, yeah. dream That's big. Right. Um, this game today, I watched bits and pieces of, but not the whole thing. It was um, very bad. I've had some <laughs> stats here that uh, JR, friend of the show, Jeremy Rutherford, put out. Um, April Fools, <laughs> just kidding. He doesn't fucking know who we are. <laughs> He's never oh, boy. In fact, oh, he's outright right. refused. Yeah, he's turned us down multiple times. We love you, Jay. That's <laughs> yeah, also not true, right? From Fools, we've never asked. Our self esteem's way too low to ask Jeremy Rutherford <laughs> to be on this podcast. Come on, Jeremy. he wants to be listened to by cats? I don't think so. Jeremy, do you know what a podcast is? Would you, yep. would you be on ours? Um, the Blues had 22 shots a day, which is hilarious because there's been like what two or three of last week's games were 22 shots uh they love that number um Mm -hmm. they said of the blues 22 shots on goal today 15 came in the second period just three in the first and only four in the third um you know that's him saying this my editorialization would be uh that that makes sense because one team (laughs) is playing for their playoff lives and the other one don't give a shit um preds had a power play goal at the end that made it 6-1 and the Blues PK has now allowed 10 power play goals on 14 penalty kills in their last four games. It's been real bad. Uh, their power play has also been pretty shit recently. So special teams just not cutting it. Special teams uh, special in a different way. And <laughs> Kairu and Berube got in a bit of a spat 
on the bench, uh, I think going with the end of the second period, going down the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. People, it literally happens every night somewhere in the NHL. Some yeah, people are like, oh, Kyra's too soft. Oh, Baruby's like, he's losing the room or whatever. And you know what? Maybe, maybe it's both. Maybe it's neither. It's whatever. I always like to think how McKinnon was like screaming at, uh, what's their coach's Bednar. name? But Bednar. Like during the cup run, they're like mm-hmm. hollering at each other. Then they win, and that's fine. Yeah. No one cares. It just doesn't matter. Are people calling for Bedner's head now because he had a shouting match with Nathan McKinnon? I don't that's think right. so. I don't care. I mean, I get it. If it's like something occurs a lot and they're like really icy about it and everything, it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. this is interesting. But at the end of the season, it's six one. I'm pretty sure Kyra had some really like lazy back check somewhere going on. You don't. Care. Of course he did. Yeah, I mean, you can yell at him, but like, who cares? Yeah, I do Team find sucks. it funny when people are like, really want Kyra to be the whipping boy, and I get it; he could be better defensively. He's also your top scorer, so like, trade people are like you know you got to trade him. Okay, uh-huh. have fun. Like, do you not do you not like where the Blues are currently? Okay, well, it's going to be much worse. Yeah, if he's gone, so just you know, be aware it's not getting better <laughs> if he's gone um yeah anyways that's about as much time as we'll spend on that but yeah it's not great there's let's see six games left and they are against the boston bruins tomorrow fun um oh yeah brain shen talked about it and i know it's just hockey gobbledygook out of uh-huh. people's mouths they're not even thinking at this point when they're speaking yeah. but he's like we play boss tomorrow that's a pretty tough team over there i'm like yeah yeah Brandon, they are a pretty <laughs> tough team you're right they're just like columbus and fucking the kraken and the florida panthers all just very tough teams any, uh-huh. any team can win on any night any especially the historically great <laughs> boston Bruins. that's right pretty, pretty tough team hey understand you know what but don't doubt them, Stephen. You doubted them. I know you did. I know oh, you yeah. doubted the Blues. They, we doubted them. It's true. We doubted them. God, here I, we are. I, um, I don't hate Braden Shen, but I he doesn't need a microphone. Ever. <laughs> he is quite. If if they give him those C, which I'm fine with, I don't really care. That's that's a very that's a, the most hockey captain. That's a Dustin Brown captain oh, captain yeah. it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> They should they should give it to him and strip it from him the next year. Never <laughs> been a one year captain. Just to prove a point. Um, they play Boston on Sunday, Philly on Tuesday. That could be a toss up. The Rangers, oh Rangers at home. That's uh, your your Nico Mikola returns to the Enterprise Center uh, <laughs> on this uh, Thursday. Coming home, coming home. Vladimir Jersenko. Um, who? Who? What did who? uh alexi torpchenko alexi torpchenko i've heard it that's right blues are at minnesota on saturday then they have three days off why did they do this they have three days off and then they play dallas back to back and that's the season baby what a what a why is the uh, anyway i don't even have words this this is a pretty quick season i gotta tell you i don't know why but this season felt like now i'm like it's over wow okay i think it's i think it's probably because we everything was just pain yeah i do remember this was the same season where we lost like seven or eight games in a row then we won seven or eight games Mm -hmm. in a row and then we Mm -hmm. lost like five games in a row oh yeah 
Man, that feels like ages ago. Oh, yeah, it does. And then after that, they just uh, suck the whole time. But, yeah. I don't know. Anything more on the Blues? Sorry, folks. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out of this team. We're supposed to care a lot. We're the hosts. We're the hosts of this podcast. This is a uh, podcast about the St. Louis Blues that we do yeah. for free. That's right. Uh, I have no more thoughts or really, revel, you know, um, I'm trying to think. ruminations yeah. on the, the Blues. I just think it's um, it sucks to be rooting for the, I mean, I've seen a lot of people being like, cheering on the winds and be like i don't want to root for this team to lose i get it it sucks i don't Mm -hmm. want to be i don't want to be here either really but also it's where we are so you kind of gotta fucking deal with it i guess you know yeah (laughs) that's what i mean i feel like best case scenario at this point there's only six games left i get when you're trying to cheer for them to lose in like february i get that's uh like rough i get it i really do because you're like there's so much left and we're really giving up now when you got like six games left and soccer's happening and the Cardinals have started playing and everything. It's like, yeah, man, just like the best thing for this team is just to lose. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's just improving their chances ever so slightly at something, like it's still improving them a little bit. And, um, you know, I'm just more excited about what they do in the draft, where they draft, what they do with free agency, um, if anything. And like, yeah, just like retooling for next year. Cause at this, obviously at this point, it's just like season's done. Yep. D-O-N-E. Yeah. Sam. It's Sam. That's our eulogy. <laughs> this was sad. Um, yeah. Others are there other hockey stories we need to be talking about? Are there? Um, let's see. The NHLPA's guy is in place now. He's Barry Boston. I can't remember his name. NHL. Oh, the new NHLPA guy. I thought you yeah. were saying like a public address guy. Oh, I was no. like, huh? 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 What's Ooh, that Boston Pittsburgh game that they hyped like it was going to be a really good game actually turned out to be a really good game. I know we talked about this a little bit last time, but can <coughs> we talk about how David Pasternak scored 50 goals this week and he's eight goals behind the leader in goals? Uh, Connor McDavid is a ridiculous. How many does McDavid have then? 61. Is he going to hit 70? No. I think I, I don't think he has not. time. Unless he has one of those Connor McDavid like I mean if, sort of things, you know. If anyone can, he can, but Oh, of course. He could. But yeah, he can. It's still he like, has. He already has. It's already done. He's done it. Yeah. Um no, I mean I think I think exactly like if he could, he definitely could. Uh I don't think he will. But he could. Have? Oh, they got six games left. Okay. He definitely could. And that's the thing that I'll say about him is that he could, you know? So that's, that's how I feel. I'm McDavid, good player. My money's on yes. People are brave with their Connor McDavid takes when they're like, he's really uh, pretty good. He's pretty good at baseball, that guy, you know, or soccer. (laughs) Uh, He's pretty good at baseball. Also, I'm an idiot. Uh, what's the guy that was saying to Terry Crouppen that told Terry Crouppen that Connor McDavid's a pretty good player? Oh, very good hockey player. He's a very good hockey player. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That was the greatest day of my life. Fucking fucking Brandon Saad is a very good hockey player. (laughs) That's also true, yeah. I'm like, come on, we can put a little more, put a little more, uh, you know, clout on Connor McDavid. 
We could. We're not going to, but we definitely could. Mm-hmm. Terry Crouppen now thinks Connor McDavid is just as good as <laughs> fucking Colton Pareko. That's right. Um, let's move on to another popular topic, Ian, and that's Pokemon. Mm. Uh, you bought some Pokemon cards. Is that correct? I did. I bought a booster box of 36 nope. booster packs. And what what was what went into this decision? Talk us talk us through it. Well, I mean, I've I've always loved Pokemon. Um and I had a lot of cards growing up, as as you do. I'm I'm speaking as if like no one else like did anything with Pokemon. Remember that mm-hmm. giant ass Pokemon craze when we were little? Well, I I don't think people were that into it. So um, I had Pokemon cards like all of you did, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And in fact, my parents gave me a tin of old ones today, which is kind of cool to go through. Um, but, you cool. know, you're a kid and you get like an allowance or maybe you don't or whatever. And you're like at a Target or like a hobby store, um, Hobby Town USA, perhaps up Manchester Road. Uh, and you're like, I'm going to get like three Zany of these. Zany Brainy, perhaps. Even. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> That's right. Wow. <laughs> what a pull. Damn. Yeah. I forgot I? about Zany Brainy. How could you, Ian? That was a toy store for smart kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's why it had Brainy right there in the name. Did you ever go to KB Toys? Wasn't that just Oh, yeah. This? Back oh, in the baby. day, yeah. Sure. KB Toys. Bucks. KB Toys. Bucks. I think I bought like smash brothers like melee from kb toys uh-huh. i don't even know how i would have known it was do you ever think about how it's like why did i go all the way down there instead of to like a game stop near me did i know they had it there i am certain certainly couldn't have checked it online like that didn't yeah. exist so it's like let's just go online didn't exist isn't that a crazy sentence to think yeah. about i guess you Kids these days, they have no idea <laughs> man yeah thank god you can like check that now instead of having to be like oh, i was wondering if maybe <laughs> you have no. family values yet <laughs> oh frankie um, did not like your racist impression of a simply white teenager <laughs> so that's not what they sound like but yeah uh long long standing love and with pokemon and pokemon cards and then i was like you know i've been playing these new pokemon games on the switch uh, Scarlet and Violet and I was like let's see if they have Pokemon cards coming out for these and of course they did and I was like you know what I want to buy a giant ass booster box because when I was a kid I bought like two or three booster packs and I'd open them all up and maybe there'd be some good in it maybe they'd all be trash and I'd be like oh I wish I could have more and then I'd see them always taking the little packs out of the booster box to give me and I'm like I think when as a kid I'm seeing like someone who was probably I don't know a teenager who I thought was an adult um buying a whole box and i was like holy shit you can buy the box and i was like damn i want to do that one day and I, that's always been in like the back of my head it's like a, a a bucket list thing and i was like you know what i'm gonna do that for these so i bought them online they shipped they did a great job they're like these come out for you to buy on like march 31st so i thought maybe they would ship on the 31st mm-hmm. but no they were like no we're gonna get them to you on the 31st it's like damn that rocks. Pokemon, you guys sick from Japan, from Game Freak headquarters in Japan, that's which right. I don't even know if that's where Game Freak is headquartered. I'm Must sure it be. is. Must be. That's just science. I mean, it's probably from Wizards of the Coast. They own this, probably. Um, but yeah, so now I've opened one of them that's already been dope. Um, I'm like 
that's that's it's it's amazing the dopamine hit of opening pokemon cards hmm. you know ian there have been some requests for you to open them on this podcast that's what right. are your thoughts i'll open some yeah yeah because i, mean, I don't think people packs want. might that let's might do it i'm gonna go through each one i'm gonna read <laughs> what they do read the description read the little pokedex entry that's right and then i'm gonna look up what they involve into i'm gonna look at how much they go for online already we're gonna have a real economic debate. Okay, let me Strap go. Strap in for a five-hour podcast, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. The Grableys. Oh, he's walking away, folks. I gotta fill the space. So here's the thing about Pokemon cards. What Ian doesn't know is that Pokemon cards are. What are they burning at? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if Ian can hear me. Can you hear me, Ian? He can't. So anyway, as I was saying, Ian is a white. What? Oh, hey, Ian. Hey, what's that? Oh, there's a dog outside. They don't like other dogs. <laughs> I said no to other dogs. Hey, look at this uh, thing I already pulled. That's would... Oh, sick. Oh, that is yeah. sick. Oh, it's shiny and stuff. It's uh, a Miradon, which is one of the, which is Legendaries. the like box box art pokemon from let one of them Violet. legendary motorcycle pokemon yeah, so you yeah know you all it. about them i got a really shiny rare candy i don't know i do kind of like oh that's cool that might be that some of those card art things are like super valuable that weirdly oh yeah there's ones that have um like the like full card is like art those mm-hmm. are sick let's see let's see oh and then i got like a they give you a lechonk of a chunk shiny thing for like buying nice. stuff. I was like, nice, nice, nice. They they realized that the chunk is just a money factory for them. Oh yeah, they're like, this is what it's about. Will I sell any of these if they if they got the goods? If yeah. I check online and they're like, damn, this is worth like a hundred dollars. Like, okay, see you. Out the door. People like this ASMR. You want me to hold that? Yeah, people love it. Hold it closer to the microphone, please. People are running away. We I warned them right from the intro that if they like if they don't like non-hockey content, this is not the episode. Oh, they're already yet. gone. You got a primate. You know what primate is? Is that you know? Oh, primate's one of my favorite all-time faves. I'm glad he came back this game. Oh, I hope I hope they have the ghost primate one or whatever. Oh man, I I already have one of those in my playthrough. So you got Palmy. I don't know which one this is of the three that look alike, but it's uh-huh. one of them. It's one of those three. Got a tarantula, which is like I think it's pretty cool. It's like the tarantula made of yarn. Yeah. No. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what the parts of the names are. You know. Oh yeah. Like what's the to run part? I guess because it runs because it's oh, is it, or is it round tarantula? Oh uh, maybe. Oh, okay. Rylu, that's an old one. That's like the one that turns into the <laughs> other guy. Old Rilu, you're fucking lame. Nest ball lame. Uh what's this? Parcharisu? That's like one of the Pokemon or one of the oh. Pikachu clones. Uh-huh. It's like uh-huh. the uh, squirrel one. Picnic basket. That's whatever. Uh let's see. Sanaconda. Oh, Sandaconda is fun because it's so stupid. Uh, oh, yeah, this is the one that, like, okay, it's already the evolution. Oh, here you go. Full Carter Rylu thing. Oh, sick. Ooh, that's sick. That rocks. These are dope. Could, I like them just for the art. could be valuable. This could be valuable. Look, it tore up the place because it's like a dog. You get it? Yeah, like, tore it up like a so dog cute. would do. Riolu baby. Get it? These things are they're like animals, but not. Hey, look, it's that furry bait one, Meow Scrub. 
it's like a cat that's also a magician but like an evil magician some would say perhaps a dark magician that's a different that's different though that's Yu-Gi-Oh. um <laughs> and it also kind of looks like a person that people uh probably make you know art of online <laughs> what kind of art Ian? Is that oh, what man. i thought uh you know problematic art <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is what uh, I would call it. Okay, full card art pool, which is dope. Let's get one of these like starter people. Give me that croc one. Give me whatever the heck the croc one is. I don't even remember what it's called now. You need, you need yourself a Quaxley. That's what you Oh, Quaxley. What does that thing turn into? I think I actually... Oh, oh. Quaxley's evolved forms kind of lame, but Quaxley rocks. Oh, I should have showed you that. I, I had a Quaxley on the first one I pulled. See, look at that. Of course you did. Oh, so cute. Oh, he's so adorable. Look at him. He's Only like 7 HP. Like a of quax. He's going to die. 7 HP? 70, sorry. Okay. That's like, <laughs> he's barely going to make it. Dolive, which I think evolves from Smolive, Smolive. Uh -huh. That's an olive because it's like they're this new place is a Spain, you know, like Spain it. and olives. Uh, let's see, Pawnard, which I think is supposed to be like a chess pawn. I don't really know. Uh -huh. It's steel. Yeah. They don't. They have steel type cards now. That's something they didn't Do they have, have before. Steel type energies. I believe so. That's crazy. Or, or are they dark? Or no? Oh, they have like dark and steel now. Huh. Um, Starly, which I like how some of these art is like different. I think this is like a real like miniature they put on a branch That's and just cool. took a picture yeah. of, or at least it looks like it. Maybe it's like a blender thing, but it looks pretty cool. Croc, croc, croclore, crocolore. That's like the second one that evolves after. Mm -hmm. uh, oh god, what's its name? Crocano or Coco. No, I can't remember its name. Yeah. Damn, the fire starter of this generation. Muck, see, Muck's dark. Interesting, Muck. You know, Muck. Everybody knows Muck. Everybody loves Muck. If you don't know Muck, he's just a big pile Turn of off the podcast. <laughs> that's right. Greedent, which is like a squirrel that's like greedy, you know. And he's chubby. He's a chubby little. Oh, guy. yeah. He's a, you know, he's a little tuna can. <laughs> little chode. Oh, Alo Mo Mo Alo I don't even know. This must be one of them Hawaiian ones. Alomora. <laughs> it's a fish. Let's see. Magnemite, a shiny magnemite thing. That's cool. Oh. That slaps. And then like uh Armor Armor Rouge, Armor Rogue. That's the fire psychic one. Oh, that one's cool. Oh, I like cool. that one. He's stomping on somebody's throat, probably. That's what it looks like. All right, all right, we'll do one more. The people want a Pikachu. I what do they even have Pikachu in this set? Who am I kidding? Of course they probably do. Imagine a set with that Pikachu. Get out. Die. Um, let's see. Cute, cute, cute. I'm going to Japan for Yeah, I was gonna a, ask you about that next. For a one year anniversary or delayed honeymoon and i'll probably buy japanese pokemon cards of course you will They're because the most expensive. i have no morals how many <laughs> i like how that's a moral <laughs> <laughs> that's right how many yen will you have to spend oh my god 
Um, not as much because the yen is tanking, apparently. Oh. <coughs> so is the dollar. So have fun with that. <laughs> so good job figuring that out. Magneton. I mean, you know, Magneton. That's, Everybody you know, knows Magneton. Magneton. Wow. Magneton. which I Magnus, like is... Magnus owned, by the way, sucks. Hard yeah. on Magnus. No, own. that's stupid. Clowitzer, which I think is supposed to be like Howitzer, because it's yeah, got it's like it's like claw cannon, crawdad yeah, with a cannon. That's pretty claw, cool. Cannon arm. Grievard. I gotta get me one of these. Grievard, the like ghost dog. That's pretty Thank cool. You. Oh, mass we got we got Mashif, which is also a Mastiff. Uh, this is the one that makes me sad because it says like kids laugh at it because it tries to look tough. <laughs> but it's not actually tough. They fixed so that they have some brutal friggin' uh, oh yeah. Entries. Look how evil this bird looks. Bombardier. Bombardier uses an apron on its chest to bundle up food, which it carries back to its nest. It enjoys dropping things that make loud noises. Sounds like a cat. That bird but, looks... Isn't that well, evil looking? Yeah. It's fucked up. I'm scared of that bird. I think that's one of the big ones you can fight in the new game. I want uh, Cormorant. Hypno. You've seen a Hypno before. Beach Court. Tropius. That's, that's like the weird dinosaur. I love, I love a good Tropius. He's pretty cool. Meow Scarata, get out of here. Stronger. You got another Mouscarata? Yeah, get out of here. This one's not even good. Just... That's right. Spite Ops. This is the one from the Tarantula. Well, that's kind of, that's not full art, but that's kind of cool. Action that chat. EX, yeah. EX. Ability, Which... Trap Territory. Your opponent's active Pokemon retreat. Yeah, that's right. Get out of here. If I know Pokemon cards and I don't, EX means something. So that means <laughs> it's extra. That's this right. This one's gonna be extra. <laughs> That's right. That's what they always say. They're like, Do you want to pay extra today, sir? And you're like, no. And then you're like, you can't have this EX card then. Yeah, you've That's, heard it. You've heard Ash say that before. That's the whole conversation. Yeah, exactly. Conversation over. Um, yeah, so let's Pokemon. I'm going to open 32 more of these. <laughs> and then be sad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going, to like try, I'm going to try. You can like, there's some way you can get these online and you can play with them for like, quote unquote, free online. And I'm like, you know what? I'll do that. I'll try that. I haven't get my a, ass kicked. I haven't cracked a box of uh, like any hockey or baseball cards in a while. And it's time, I think. You got to do it. That's why I'm like, I want hockey cards too. Maybe we do hockey cards on an, up, on, on an upcoming pod. That's right. We're going to have to. We're going to need summer content for the people. That's right. People want love our content. That's what they That's what they all say. Everyone says it. Saying. Now, people, we, we get a lot of emails, okay? We don't have an email address, <laughs> we, but we get a lot of emails. <laughs> and it's important that you respect us because we are all about the content. We are content creators. And I've heard oh, good boy. things about those folks. So We're also a storytellers. We're also storytellers. And I would say we're entrepreneurs. That's right. You, know, you got to hit all, all three, all four. That's right. Um, speaking of telling stories again. Oh, boy. There you go. <laughs> it is, as we alluded to at the start of the podcast, the first night of WrestleMania. And this has been, you know, you can say what you will about uh, who's in charge backstage these days. And, and I would argue that that's a very significant factor. Uh, but this <laughs> has been, I would say, the best, built, the best built 
uh, WrestleMania in in any time that I can remember, in, for, for a very long time. Yeah. Um, last I'm year's stoked. was last year's was just just slapped. Like the WrestleMania itself was dope, and I don't, um, I don't remember the build being especially good. I mean, they did some crazy stuff, like the 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 Seth Rollins mystery opponent, and the you know the. Uh, oh, yeah, Vince yeah. McMahon feuding with Pat Man. McAfee. And that, that felt like that stuff. That felt longer ago than a year ago. Oh, yeah, I know it does. But um, Kevin Owens had his, you know, Seth uh, Stone Cold match. So Kevin Owens, by the way, a couple like two just over two years ago, had to decide to re sign with WWE. And there was a lot of like, well, he should go back, he should go to AEW because that's where he'll be really appreciated. And since then, he has been a main eventer at WrestleMania <laughs> twice. So I think he made the right call. Um, but yeah, it's it's just been great. Obviously, the um, this is all we're going to talk about, by the way, for now on, folks. So if you're not this interested, a- have a lovely evening and Get enjoy out. the rest of your day. I'm just, I, we'd love you to stay, you know, but I'm just, you know, we're yeah, just that's true. Um, it's two guys, one ring. That's right. Uh, the, anyway, they have the main bloodline storyline, which is the best told story in wrestling and maybe ever. Um, and uh, that's been really good. And they've been building all these other stories that have not been as strong, but like the, the Ray Mysterio one has been really good. Um, the Seth Rollins and Logan Paul one has been decent. You know, they have uh, a couple other things going pretty well. So let's just run through these matches and talk about it. Because oh, you're yeah. you're into this. You're excited. Our fans are excited and all our sponsors. So sponsors on night one of WrestleMania, which is tonight, I'm not going to, I'm just going to read this from the Bleacher Report order, except when I know that they don't have the main event at the right spot, I'm going to read that instead. So uh, they have down here the, um, I forget, they're calling them like showcases or something. Uh, it's a four-team tag team match. Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. It's a lovely way to get these eight guys on the show. I think Street <laughs> Profits will win because they're the only one of those four teams that has a potential future megastar in their midst in Montez Ford. So that would be my prediction. But that's not a match that has been built to in any way, really. It's just literally shove all these guys on the card and let them go for 12 minutes and, you know, have fun so that's cool that's fine we're all fine with that you know that's great um we've got the long-awaited matchup between austin theory and john cena over the united states championship this was really interesting i don't know if you ever saw the promo ian but a couple of weeks ago on raw they had cena come back in boston and he Mm. just friggin shredded austin theory two pieces on the microphone to the point that it was like uncomfortable you know (laughs) Um, and Theory didn't really have a response, and he really hasn't done anything too much since then. So I'm curious to see where this goes. Obviously, I would assume that Austin Theory wins it because it is for the title, and you wouldn't expect John Cena to, you know, be um, defending or holding a title for a long time unless they do some kind of. Um, some kind of, you know, open challenge on the second yeah. night of WrestleMania and he drops it immediately or something like that. But um, I uh, 
I don't know what they're doing there. It was weird. The promo was just weird because it was like, this is a guy that they obviously think is um, a future star for this company. Yeah. But um, but it was like a real violent, nasty promo. So I'm, I'm very curious where this goes. I hope they don't just think that like if he gets a queen win over Cena that like untells that story because there's more to be done there, but I'm willing to give it time. Your thoughts on Cena and theory. You're I mean, I'm interested in it more. Told. I'm more interested in it now than I was because I was kind of like this one feels and eh. I haven't actually really I don't think I've seen much of Cena wrestle being that only following. I've realized that I've the last the first time that I told you uh, to keep wrestling on was probably 2017. And so, uh-huh. so I am still like new to wrestling, but then I realized that I've been somewhat paying attention to it more than I ever did before the last six years. And I was like, excuse me. Um, but so I'm kind of interested in seeing Cena wrestle because he hasn't really done much of it in the time that I've been watching. But other than that, I feel like this one's kind of ho-hum, but yeah, it makes sense that like Theory would win this one just because he's going to be on the show moving forward versus John Cena, especially with if, maybe if it was, if there wasn't like a belt on the line, it's like, but there is. So I feel like you just got to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. And I'm, I'm curious if they try to spin something where theory is, um, you know, either goes way over the top and like beats him to hell or like gets somebody involved with him maybe somebody interferes or something like it feels like he needs an actual character evolution and not just a win right or this is going to kind of fall flat you know so that'll be interesting to see um next up on this lovely oh well hold on bleacher reports giving me an ad uh, we have Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley won the Women's Royal Rumble. Charlotte Flair uh, surprisingly dethroned Ronda Rousey, who has had just a uh, god-awful second run in WWE, which is, uh, she's been a little unfairly treated because of fan reaction, but she also has not been particularly good in a number of ways. So um, this match, I think, is pretty cut and dried that Rhea Ripley has to win it and and make up for the loss that she suffered at WrestleMania three years ago in the empty arena when Charlotte won the Royal Rumble and challenged her for the NXT title. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that she will win and win fairly decisively, but um, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm, I'm obviously rooting for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I gotta. It's been a weird build. Like this build hasn't felt super great. Um, it's also... You know, it doesn't help that Rhea and 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 Dom are inseparable. So, like Dominic Mysterio's build has been better. So that's kind of overshadowed that whole process. You know, that's kind oh, of yeah. overshadowed her and Charlotte a little bit. But it'll, it, I'm sure, the match will still slay and be great. And, um, you know, it'll be very interesting. Uh, Ian, next on the docket, we have Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus defending, um, or not defending because the only two of them are tag team champions, but fighting <laughs> damage control. This is your classic, uh, you know, wish fulfillment slash uh, get all the women on the cards slash bring back nostalgia situation. Um, but you know, it's been a fun, fun enough build. Becky and Lita are currently the women's tag team champions, which is very strange and uh what are your thoughts on this one 
I I like Becky Lynch. I like watching most of the teams. Get her, Becky. People in damage control. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, Lita and Trish Stratus just being older. I feel like some of the some of the moves they're landing or trying to land feel like a little more forced. So I'm kind of like, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it tends to feel that way, especially I've, I've felt, um, but how old is Trish Stratus? 47. That's not yeah. as old as I thought she was. Um, no, yeah, she's... but I mean, it, I, I like the other four a lot, like in terms of their work and everything. So I still think it'll be interesting. I mean, do you think this is just Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish Stratus like taking it? I think if I had to guess, I would say damage control probably wins this, maybe with mm. a new member joining them potentially. But um, you know, I who knows? I need some turns, I need some stuff like that. Get Becky yeah. Lynch to join them. Just kidding. I could definitely see uh Trish Stratus is, is does a great heel turn, so I could see that happening <laughs> as well, you know. And then you tell the story of like, why'd you choose Lita over me, or sort of that sort of thing, you know. So that could be interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, that'll be an interesting, uh, interesting situation. I could see a lot of things happening there. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, the megastar Logan Paul, who has taken to professional wrestling, like uh, Jacob Verona has taken to the St. Louis Blues. He's taken the world by storm. Um, I mean, you really, you know, all jokes aside, whatever you think about the Paul brothers and their personal antics and God knows what else he has been really friggin good at this yeah i think this match will be friggin phenomenally good um it's sort of weird for seth rollins i just feel like he obviously last year his match was hugely significant and like you know brought cody back and was great and and, um you know his matches in the past have always been marquee but like he always kind of ends up in these weird situations where he's not he's just not like in the title picture anymore but they obviously still think of him as a a mega star so um you know he could start beef with roman at any time after roman presumably drops the belts but what do you think about this feud and are you looking forward to this match i would say in some ways this might be the match i'm looking forward other than the main event obviously this might be the match i'm looking forward to the most on night one yeah i mean i love seth rollins i think he may be my like favorite wrestler mm-hmm. Like, I just think he's good in everything that he's done that I've seen so far, both mm-hmm. like character wise and even just and in the ring for sure. Um, and yeah, and then Logan Paul, who, you know, it's like one of those like I begrudgingly is very good at this and is, is quite athletic. Um, yeah, I, th- I could see this being a real banger. I, I would obviously want Seth to win. But I don't know. Do you think Seth wins? He's there more. He's he's actually Seth wrestles. Probably wins, but I certainly don't know for sure. I like that. I, I like that element though. Yeah. It also depends on how much Logan Paul plans to do. Like if he's gonna be a six or eight event a year kind of guy versus a one or two, then that probably changes the narrative pretty significantly. So true. Um I mean, how many is he did he only rest how many has he been in he did like four or five in the last year but he had an injury so it's hard to know, okay. you know how many he missed um i he forgot he's at royal rumble he had that insanely good match with uh roman and at the 
Saudi show where he hurt himself. Oh, yeah. um, Came to the Royal Rumble. He was at the Elimination Chamber to build for this. So, like, yeah, he's probably, like, uh, every month, other month or two, he's, you know, doing a show. He'll be at SummerSlam, obviously, Royal Rumble, obviously. The Saudi shows probably, but, um, you know, it'll be interesting to watch this one and see how they do, because I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, next up, a another match that I'm very much looking forward to, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Dominic is a guy that they brought on uh, pretty cold. He didn't really do NXT or anything. I mean, obviously he is uh, from a a incredible wrestling family and has probably been in and around ring. Well, I mean, literally we've seen him in and around rings since his very early childhood. So, um, but they tried to just make it work with him starting up with Ray as a tag team and he was young and he was still pretty green and, and, you know, it wasn't working and he wasn't getting over. Um, And then, you know, he was just always kind of just felt like his dad was carrying him. So they did the turn all the way back at like this the first Saudi show of the year, I think was yeah. where it was. And it was a while Judgment now. Day. And even that was kind of flat. But then over the last probably four or five months, he's just really hit his groove and he's found this just just deep, deeply hateable character. <laughs> and he's really good at it. I mean, he's really it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare that you have a character. I mean, I, I love him, but it's pretty rare that you have a wrestler who's like, I kind of hate this guy mm-hmm. for real. Cause like, I know it's, I know it's fake and all that stuff. Like, um, he, but he's he done does, so good at it. He's a good shit eater. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, a, and then a lot of the, I mean, they've done a lot of funny stuff with them too, which I uh-huh. kind of enjoy. Like, I yeah, think the, that prison, helps. the prison dom yeah. stuff is really yeah. hilarious. And, I think it um, just like builds his character better. So people that were yeah. already like, this dude sucks are kind of laughing at him, but it's like intentional. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They kind of like use that energy that's already there with the crowd. Yeah. And they definitely can set it up so that he has a, a huge face turn when the time comes. Um, this story has been really well built too, because it was weeks and weeks of, well, it was months really of Dom kind of torturing Ray and and Ray decided to run to, Smackdown because they couldn't put up with, you know, being on the same brand as this degenerate son anymore. And then they did a couple <laughs> of like at Thanksgiving and Christmas, they had did oh, these yeah. like viral videos on YouTube where, um, you know, like Rhea and Dom visited their house and got thrown out or got arrested. And, uh, this So this has been brewing for a long time. And then they had um, for the last several weeks, they've had Dom coming out and kind of challenging and pushing around his dad and Ray refusing to like you know do anything to him and then ray got inducted or got announced that he was going into the hall of fame and he tried to ruin that and then finally there was this breaking point when don started talking trash to his mom and sister when they came one night i think that part could have been done a little better just because it was like such ray resistant for so long and then it was you know he was just kind of like not even that mean to his mom or (laughs) sister and there was like okay now i'm doing it but uh, it was still good. It was still, the whole build was very well done. And then uh, Dominic walked out of Ray's uh, speech last night, Dominic and Rhea did. So, you know, just continuing to build that during the Hall of Fame. So this should be very good. I'm curious, Ian, who do you think wins this one? Before I give my thoughts. I feel like, oh man, 
I kind of feel like if Ray wins, maybe I'm just not seeing, maybe I'm not seeing the path forward, but I'm like, oh, he beat his shitty son. I don't feel like his, they, I feel like it'd be dumb if Ray won and then Dominic was like, I've seen the error of my ways and it's then good. Like, uh, that's really bad. So I don't think they would do that. And I guess he could win and Dominic could then just be angry about it longer. Mm-hmm. But part of me almost thinks that, like, I don't know. A part of me just thinks Dominic's going to win. And then he's going to be shitty about it. But then some, like you were talking about, somewhere through this, they're going to get him to face turn. Um, I don't know. I, I have this inkling that Dominic's going to win. That's fair. I think this one's really hard to call. I think I lean the other way. Um, only because, like, Dominic has been so shitty the whole time. Like, if he wins, he's obviously going to steal it and do something dastardly to win. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could definitely go that way. I kind of think they'll have Ray win this and just be like, oh, Dominic wanted this fight, but he bit off more than he can chew. And he's still kind of an empty shirt and kind of a poser. And then they'll probably build to a rematch down the line somewhere at SummerSlam or one of the Saudi shows or something. And that's where he'll like get, you know, kind Mm. of put the final nail in the coffin or something. Um, But obviously like there's got to come I mean, you got to assume eventually there's some sort of detente or reunion here because, you know, it's going to be hard to continue telling this guy's story without if he's supposed to hate his father, you know. So um, that'll be interesting to see how or if they do that. But he truly does hate him. He does. He hates his father. It's true. Excuse me. <laughs> um, but it's been a well told story and, and I'm excited to see what the next chapter is. I definitely don't think this is a story that's just over. You know, usually WrestleMania is when storylines end. Um, but this doesn't feel like that case. Yeah. Uh finally on night one of WrestleMania, and I should say, I think uh I think they're setting up for some potential surprises over these two nights. I mean, there usually are surprises at WrestleMania, but there's definitely some hints like LA Knight and and uh is you know keeps saying like by hook or by crook i'm gonna have a wrestlemania moment which seems like it's just setting up for him to go out and get taken out by like stone cold or the rock or whoever you know and then like um bobby lashley was supposed to have his match with bray wyatt and then bray wyatt's been apparently dealing with personal issues that's all very interesting and confusing and so oh yeah that match got can't has gotten canceled off off tv you know and then last night he said he won the andre the giant battle royal and he said I'm showing up at WrestleMania and you can't have WrestleMania without Bobby Lashley. So I think there'll be some extra matches thrown on here and some cool moments. But as far as what we know is going to happen, the main event of tomorrow of tonight's show will be, I uh, am almost hundred percent confident. The Usos defending their tag team titles against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to win those tag team titles. I'm, <laughs> I'm much more confident in that one than I am in the Cody win, which we'll talk about in a minute. I'm pretty confident in both, actually, but um, I think uh, I think this is a, this story has been so well told, um, and Sammy and Kevin have suffered enough. One of the big one of the big arguments against Cody winning, which again we'll talk about tomorrow on the second half of this, is he hasn't had that like huge setback 
in the WWE yet, which you could argue he did when he literally tore his pectoral muscle clean off the bone and then wrestled a match in that condition. But I digress. Um, <laughs> but Sammy and Sammy and Kevin pretty much have to win. Like you can't have them lose and then keep telling that story in a compelling way. I don't think. I think the like the only way you could do that is have um, like another of the Uso Fatu family like suddenly <laughs> appear, you know, which there are more of them, but I just don't. Thousands of them. Yeah, just I just waiting don't on the think they can do that. So I think, I think uh, these guys will win maybe with some assistance from either Cody or someone who has been involved in this storyline that we've forgotten about, you know, back in the, you know, nether years where people were fighting Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, perhaps somebody mm. like that. Um, the new day could do it. I could see that too, but like, cause they don't really have anything, but, um, but I think, I think Kevin and Sammy will win and that will be the big happy ending of night one of WrestleMania. Um, such a well-told story. There's so many places they could still go with it. Um, but I think that kind of has to be the coronation moment for those two. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't... No, they will lose, says Yeah, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Um, they have to win because I think, like you said, that's the only way this story could go because I think that also sets up better with, say, um, with Cody Rhodes winning because I feel like... Or, or either, actually, really either way for the main event on Sunday to go because I feel like the Usos not having belts just ends up being like a another part of the bloodline story of them being like oh we're still part of the bloodline but we're not champions anymore and now we've disappointed the tribal chief mm -hmm. and now you can get freaking uh jay uso to be pissed at roman again and you can possibly get a roman versus jay uso match again that would be really cool um like i think there's a lot you could do with that whether or not roman has the belt or not if anything i, I <laughs> I almost feel like the Usos losing, but Roman winning, like, and I'll leave it at that for now, makes more sense to me. Like mm -hmm. in the in how the bloodline could keep or how they could keep the bloodline storyline going in a way. I feel like if they both lose, then it's sort of like you can't really have the Usos angry at Roman, but Roman's angry at losing his own. But I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. I guess I could see that too. No, um, I think I see what you're saying though. But I get, but I guess it's almost speaks to how great the storyline is is like i really feel like any of those ways make sense like there's mm -hmm. not this clear cut like well it has to be this way and if it's not then nothing will make sense anymore and blah blah, blah. it's like <laughs> oh no they have a lot of like ways they could go with it but yeah it, having said that i do think that the usos like have i think the only way it doesn't make sense is if the usos still win or win it and still have the belts i think that's yeah kind of confusing for where they would go with that i also think the whole two night thing like the usos winning makes Roman winning seem very much more predictable, even if, if they do or don't intend for that to be what they do. Like, I think them all keeping the belts through WrestleMania. I just think it's time. I mean, it's been two yeah. WrestleManias that, that um, Roman's held the belts through now. I know. When did he, he, when did he win them? But when did he unite? He won them? it at, it was like, um, extreme rules or something in 2021 that he won the universal okay is, was that um, with crowds or no crowds no that was in the thunderdome oh uh, that's right um let me look it up 
he won the Universal Championship on August 30th, 2020. Good God. 939 days ago. Um, that was uh, at Payback. So that was in August of 2020. He beat the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Um, oh, yeah. And I think I, you sent me a, a thread a long time ago, or not a long time ago, but several weeks ago about like this guy explaining why Roman had to win and all this stuff. And, and I broke it down for you. Why I just oh, that guy was an him. idiot. You could, I mean, you could obviously have Roman win. Like nobody <coughs> thinks that he's long in the tooth or anything like that. But I just think, well, let's let's hold off on that until we get to the end. Of uh, yeah two because we've talked about it plenty as it is but night two uh is going to be banger night i would say this is just like oh this is going to be such a good <laughs> night of wrestling um they do have the four women tag team match uh which is the shove everybody on their spot which includes ronda rousey and Shayna baszler which is wild um live morgan and raquel rodriguez chelsea green and sonia deville and uh Natalia and Shotzi are the other three teams. I think it will be Ronda and Shayna that wins this because that is Ronda Rousey and it's WrestleMania, but it could be Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez and it could not possibly be either of the other two teams. <laughs> so uh yeah, that is that is what it is, but I thought uh that'll be fun. I mean, it'll be fine, you know. So you uh, think, any thoughts sorry, on that? Sorry, you think Liv Morgan, that's just said Liv Morgan I said, I it's either going to be them or Shayna and Ronda. I I could see that's pretty much a coin flip to me. I think, gun to my head, I'd probably say Shayna and Ronda, um, because then they can have that they could have a tag team title feud with uh, Becky and Lita. Oh, that'd um, be cool. Okay, but uh, but that's just a guess. <laughs> Do you have deep thoughts on that match before we move on? Uh, not really. I do. I'm interested how this one and the guys won the tag team four way is going to work because I don't think I've ever seen one of those myself. And yeah. that's a lot of people. It'll just be crazy. It'll just be wacky and fun and crazy. Um, they don't always, it depends like, and sometimes they announce this just at the, like right at the bell. They don't even really tell you. It can either be four guys, like one person from each team is in the ring mm. and they tag in and out, or usually it's, well, not usually. Sometimes it's just two people and then anybody can tag any team. And those are fun too. Um, and I don't know if they'll do elimination or um, if they'll just do single pinfall. Probably that, probably the latter, but it should be fun. I and mean, it'll be crazy. You know, it'll have people popping off and falling and, you know, doing spots and stuff like that. Um, so it'll be fun. The opposite of doing spots will be Brock Wesner and and almost in a one-on-one match brock wesner is uh obviously well known almost for those who don't know as like a over seven foot tall nigerian man who um it's funny he's like a really likable like affable charismatic guy um behind the scenes um, yeah. like when i see him in interviews he's got a really cool story where like he he had some heart defect or something that was like probably gonna kill him and it was only discovered because he came to the U.S. Um, to pursue this. So, like, you know, he's a, he's a pretty interesting guy, pretty uh, likable dude. But his character is very much, which I don't know why they do this. It's a very Vince thing. Like, his character is just, I'm big and I smash things, you know. 
um, which is like, I guess Andre the Giant was sort of like that. And obviously Vince has yeah. always been in search of Andre the Giant, but like Andre the Giant also had a ton of charisma and was like a mega star and was a baby face most of his career and, or a lot of his career and was in like the Princess Bride and stuff. So like, it's kind of weird to me that they do that. And if, especially, you know, there are some giants that don't have any charisma, but this guy seems to. Anyway, he's fighting Brock Lesnar in a match that is a disappointment to a lot of people because um, the original rumored match was supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus, versus Gunter for the Intercontinental title. And that was going to be uh, incredible uh, if those two went head to head. But I think supposedly Brock shot that down and they're doing this instead. I know that they want almost to get over, but I can't see them justifying him beating Brock Lesnar queen. So I think this will be a fairly quick Brock Lesnar F fives, the big guy and gets a win. Um, that is my prediction. Of I've seen that thoughts. before. Yeah, I know. Every, I mean, but it's nice. But it's cool watching big things. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, do you feel differently? Are you a big almost fan? Are you an almost I'm, stan? I think if you're a big, I think if you're almost fan, you got to be a big almost fan. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Now, um, this is definitely a scenario where Bobby Lashley could get involved and could, you know, because he's got history with MVP and with Brock Lesnar. MVP is almost his manager um, and all sorts of things. So, you know, they could do something there. Um, but otherwise than that, I think hmm. Brock probably going to win this. Yeah, also, Brock that. is like Brock is one of those guys where like <laughs> it's weird because you have guys like Seth Rollins who can lose anytime and always be fine. They're still going to be huge stars. You know, they're they're so over at this point that Seth Rollins hasn't won a pivotal match in like six years and he's still just Seth Rollins, you know. Um, but then Brock is almost to that point where it's like he's been so protected that you, as much as he could make anyone by them beating them, by them beating him, they really need to like pick and choose the moments that they do that. Cause it's a gotta be believable and, you know, B you can't tarnish him and tarnish him, you know, breaking the undertaker streak and being so dominant. So I just struggle to believe that they think almost is ready to get that rub as they call it in the business. Do you, you, you like that Ian? Would you like a good rub? I do love. <laughs> that's what they that's what they do in wrestling i'm scared i'm in danger <laughs> um next on the docket speaking of gunther we have an intercontinental championship three-way with the austrian giant uh with drew mcintyre and sheamus there's a famous clip i don't know if you've ever seen it ian from uh from Big E of the new day where they're doing their podcast and and he's laughing and he says, you can have your five star bangers and you can have your flips and your aerials, but not me. I want big, meaty men slapping me. And um, uh, it is incredible, hilarious. But that is the definition of this match as well. This is big, meaty men slapping me. And quite frankly, it's so good when it's done well like that. It really there's a there's an aspect of the whole Vince McMahon like big guys running into each other style of wrestling that really is what pro wrestling's supposed to be, and this match will be incredible. I have no doubt in my mind that this will be. This is going to be sick. Probably the best match on the card, or maybe you know, certainly has the chance. You know. So what's the what's the 
so Seamus and McIntyre were like tag team partners. Yeah. So what's yeah, the fallout so here? So they kind of shotgun this one. I didn't love this. I mean, this, I, I think as evidence of the fact that it was supposed to be um, Gunther and, and uh, Brock, uh, this one seems kind of thrown together, but the storyline was basically that they had some kind of open challenge or, or, or maybe, maybe Drew just came out and challenged Gunther at WrestleMania. And then Seamus came out and was furious at him because Gunther Drew should know that Seamus has unfinished business with with uh, Gunther and that the Intercontinental title is the only title he's never won and yada yada yada. Um, so they got in an immediate fight and it was like nothing. It was like they'd never had any allegiance. They were just immediately down each other's throats. So it was a little. I would say a little ham-fisted and unpredict or unbelievable, but you know it got the job done. I guess for what they wanted to do. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's what it seemed like from what I could piece together. I'm like, I guess these guys are just kind of against each other now, which is fine. Whatever. I just mm-hmm. want to see this big men fight. So I'm sort of like, yeah, I'm not, this, you don't gotta, you don't gotta sway me. This match is going to bang for sure. It's going to be so good. Who do you think wins Ian? Oh, baby. Um, I don't know. I think I don't, I really the, don't know. I think this one is actually almost certainly Gunther. I think. Oh, really? I don't think they're going to have him end his title reign in a triple threat match. Because, yeah, I guess if anything, this like solidifies him even further because, like, those are two beefy men. Yeah. He's got a, I could see them very much telling the story of Seamus and Drew, you know, just being down each other's throats and him kind of capitalizing. Hmm. Um, But he's got a, he's, got the longest intercontinental championship reign of the 21st century now um and there's nothing obvious for him to do if he doesn't keep having that title and i think the ability for him to make someone whether that's like a Braun breaker coming up from nxt or somebody else by dropping that title in a one-on-one match right now is off the charts so i just can't see them throwing away that title reign to one of these two guys just you know to have the title switch the I, you could argue Sheamus because he does have he has never won it and he does have that history but if you were going to do that I'd just do a one-on-one you know so yeah okay um, I think it'll be him I'm pretty confident on that one uh moving on to Helena Cell uh there has been rumors on the internet with with pictures so pictographic rumors that we will see the return of the original silver mankind going off the top of it hell on the cell human michael as you may oh yeah human be michael. familiar uh rather than the um blood red hell on the cell that they've done at the last several events uh which would be a welcome welcome change back and very believable for triple h to get get the hell rid of the shitty gimmicky one that never served any purpose and replace it with uh, the original classic that has so many great matches on it. This is another match that's just going to be so, 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 so good. Um, and uh, I know it's just going to be, it's just going to be awesome. They've been, the storyline has basically been going for an entire year. Um, Edge really hasn't feuded with anyone else. Uh, I can't even tell you who his match was at last WrestleMania, if it was healthy. Um but uh yeah he's been they've been feuding here for a year the 
they've had, you know, injuries. They did the I quit match that Finn Bauer won. They did, um, <sighs> they did, uh, whatever with Beth Phoenix, uh, they injured her in that same match. So it's been a long story, grueling story. This is the also probably signals that the hell in a cell pay-per-view is going away and that they will actually use the hell in the cell as an ultimate blow-off match for feuds just like this, which is what it deserves to be and what it should be. So a lot of exciting things here, and it should just be a fantastic match. I think Finn Balor will probably win it. I mean, he's he's the younger guy in a sense. He's not all that young and uh he's younger than you know, edge. Very established as well. But um I think if he brings, which I think all signs point to that he is going to be in some version of the demon for the first time in uh I think since he lost to Roman Reigns as the demon. Um I think if he is in in character as that, he'll win because that has never been defeated except by uh Roman Reigns. And even that they did in a fluky, weird, gimmicky, stupid sort of way. So how how did they do it as such? Uh he had something they he was they were fighting and it was a really good match and he looked to have Roman beat and then he went up to hit the the coup de gras his finisher the double foot stomp from the top rope and like the the rope snapped or something mm-hmm. and he fell and then he got speared and that was just kind of the end of it but they didn't really establish if if I recall correctly it wasn't like you know solo cut the rope or something like right. they didn't really explain why that happened um but it was just kind of a Deus Ex Machina I think the whole point was like, well, we've got to have this demon thing lose, but it's never lost before. And we do want to protect it. So we're going to create something really completely random that like explains why he lost, but doesn't hurt him. any. it's very strange. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on this match and who should win it? I, I guess I'd like to see Finn Balor win it because I feel like he's, I don't know. I think he's better than being in judgment day like i think all of the pieces of judgment day um are all really cool wrestlers but i feel like judgment day is kind of lame for me so i'm like i think you're not the only one with that thought i think it it's a weird situation because like you said the the parts seem to be better than the whole yeah like they're fine it's i have nothing against them but i just feel like on their own i enjoy them more so i feel like edge versus finn balor feels a lot more interesting to me than say like for many reasons edge and his wife versus you know finn balor and and you know uh ria yeah let's say ronda ripley um <laughs> ronda ringo yeah but yeah so uh yeah i guess finn balor like this also feels like something where like i like edge but i also feel like he's been in interviews and stuff like that like since he's come back where he's like very into like the storytelling aspect of wrestling mm-hmm. versus like the visual aspect, which is good for a guy that's had neck surgery or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then it always makes me wonder about like how long a match can be with him just oh. because I'm always like, I'm, I'm worried for you, buddy. I don't want you to take any knocks that you shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll, I think it'll be long because he's done. He did a, that they did that stupid match with Randy Orton that they build as the greatest wrestling match ever that went like 45 minutes and he did tear his bicep in that <laughs> match uh, but he also went bell to bell in the Royal Rumble oh true um, yeah so like I think he's got the stamina you lack in the stamina uh but um 
I definitely <laughs> understand the concern, and I think they'll protect him from doing any like crazy, crazy shit in this. Mm-hmm. They'll do brutality, you know, but they won't do like probably falling off the cell or anything nuts like Perhaps that. This is his so. brutality. That's right. Look at you go. What a what a clever what a clever little sneak in you had there. Um, these are two of my like all literally two of my all time favorite wrestlers. Not just right now, like Edge is probably my number one all time, and Finn Balor is is right up there as well. So this is a match I'm very excited about. It'll be good to see the demon back, even though I don't really like that they market him as the demon and that gets boring. Um, I don't really mind if they do it like for him. What I, what bothers me is when they do it, like it is actually another person. Cause oh, like yeah. when it's done well, it's like, Oh, this is a, a place he goes to inside himself where he like unlocks this darker energy. Yeah. But like when Vince was doing it, it was like this different person, the demon is common. It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> he's got um, a family. It's, it's still the valor. That's right. That's right. He's married. We, he's posted a picture with his wife on Instagram he's, eight hours ago. We've seen him. He was born. He has a birthday. This is a human being. <laughs> Ah, uh, geez. Um, but that match also match of the <coughs> every match on this card, other than Lesnar and Omos and the women's tag, uh, has match of the night potential. Uh, and speaking of women, uh, a match that should be incredible: Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Uh, Bianca defending her women's championship. Asuka, the Royal Rumble winner, in her new kind of dark. Necro Asuka gimmick, the the evil clown from Japan. Um, Bianca has been the champion since last WrestleMania, um, I believe, right? Uninterrupted when she beat Becky. That was last WrestleMania, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it must have been. Um, And, uh, you know, she won it. She won it two WrestleManias ago in the very incredible match with um sasha banks uh which was you know emotional and incredible then and she has held the title uh for a year now i believe trying to figure out when she won the raw women's championship just to confirm list of raw women's champions there have been 24 of them she won on april 2nd 2002 so 365 day reign by the time she defends this on sunday and i'm going to say something controversial ian i think she might lose it against oscar i don't think many people do and i could certainly be wrong um but i think oscar would be the first person ever i think to win two royal rumbles and lose both wrestlemania matches if she lost this one, um, she didn't win the Royal Rumble. Never mind, I'm making that up. It was Rhea Ripley, so that didn't happen. Ignore that. But um, so but she, she can did. lose. <laughs> she can lose, but she's in this new gimmick. Obviously, Triple H being in charge is very positive for her. Um, but I think more than anything, like I don't know what other stories Bianca has to tell if she holds on to the title for now. Um, she. Ran through Becky, obviously, to win the title. They're not going to jump right back into that. She ran through uh, Bailey for most, you know, most of the middle half of the year. Um, 
Rhea's obviously going to go and win the other title. So, you know, unless unless Rhea loses, which I think would be catastrophically stupid, then they could do that feud, but that wouldn't make any sense. Um, I just feel like Asuka could very well win it. She's doing the new gimmick. She's infinitely believable. She's always a threat. She could seal her way to victory, and then Bianca would have something to chase. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Bailey would have someone new to challenge potentially, and Becky would have someone to challenge and like it, it just seems like to me that's going to give them more options um but obviously this is not this is not me going to be shocked if Bianca wins because she's one of the biggest stars in the company I just think uh situationally it might make sense for her to lose what are your thoughts tell me why I'm wrong because I know you um, think I'm wrong so explain no, I like I like Asuka I'm nothing against Bianca Belair like I think she's really good too uh like the, I think this will be a great match between the two of them. Um, but Bianca, I feel like this champion is also like cool and good, but I also mm-hmm. feel like it's slightly boring for me at mm-hmm. least. So I feel like um, maybe her losing, like you said, gives her gives them something new to do. And mm-hmm. I don't know, has Asuka, Asuka's won it before, right? Yeah, Asuka's been won several championships. It's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of funny if you... Um, look if you talk to most of the like smart internet wrestling fans they'll be like oh oscar's been like so underutilized since she came to wwe but then if you actually look at her accomplishments yeah it's insane they put out this graphic on uh the internet the other day let me share my screen and show it to you she has been a two-time raw women's champion a smackdown women's champion a three-time women's tag team champion. She was the in the first ever TLC women's match, which she won to become SmackDown Women's Champion. She competed in more WWE matches than any other superstar in 2020. In 2021, she was named as one of the top five of the greatest female superstars of all times. She won the Mixed Match Challenge, which is insignificant. She won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. She won the Elimination Chamber this year. She was the first Japanese female signee uh, by WWE since 94 and um, she's the first person in WWE history to win the women's championships at NXT Raw Smackdown and the tag team championships as well as the Royal Rumble the money in the bank match and the elimination chamber match so like this idea that she hasn't she hasn't been pushed or she hasn't been utilized it, it basically all stems back to the I still think wrong decision they had to have Charlotte beat her when she had her undefeated streak and have won the royal rumble uh at her first wrestlemania but um it's definitely not true that she has been underutilized and i think that's the thing that makes me think that she could win this is she's a very believable threat to everyone and Mm -hmm. like you said i don't want to say boring but like triple h does have the tendency to keep belts on people a lot longer than um than like Vince ever did but if you can't have everyone having a year plus long reign or that starts to not mean anything so you're like okay then I know you're not going to lose this one or this one yeah yeah, so um I think it would be a good time to switch the belt and just have some new challengers and have you know have Bianca maybe somebody costs her the match maybe maybe she just gets involved in something else right away on raw and and gets distracted from this but just give her some time away from the belt and 
give some other title matches. And then if she wants to win it back at SummerSlam or next year's WrestleMania, so be it, you know. Um, she's also 33, so I don't know, you know, that I, this, I don't know with women's wrestlers, like when they factor in maybe wanting to have children because that's got to be a real oh, challenge. Yeah. I didn't think that's what you're going to say, but yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, she is obviously married to another WWE wrestler, so, you know, if they want to plan and do that, they might not want to take three or four more years of being on top, so be interesting. I think this could go, I think everyone pretty much expects Bianca to win, and I am not confident that that yeah. is going to happen, so... Let's talk about the main event, Ian, which we've already talked about plenty, um, but it is one of the best built, most anticipated matches uh, in wrestling in a very long time, um, which will be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE Universal Undisputed Championship. Um, This is uh, obviously Cody won the Royal Rumble um roman's been roman for years they have done a really good job building this um it's it's kind of crazy i mean i was i wasn't buying into this then but after the royal rumble you remember how many people said well they'll never be able to make cody and roman you know they'll they'll turn the audience on cody and everybody will want sammy and like they have handled that so well Absolutely yeah. no one has any issue with, with these being the two main events. I think now, it just helps that they're all of those guys, like Cody and Sammy and, and Caitlin, Kevin Owens, like are all like very good on the mic and very good uh-huh. at like building storylines that if you had someone that wasn't all that great at it, but especially like in Cody's case, like I feel like that would be like a really hard sell, but I just think uh-huh. he's like such a like, enigmatic guy that it's just like oh you you believe it like immediately if anything i feel like i haven't seen him wrestle that much in my life i feel like he's almost better on the mic than wrestling just because that's where i've Uh seen more of him and i'm like damn you're like very good at the whole like getting choked up and i'm and i'm sure some of this is very real for him too so it's like i just think they've done a great job he in some ways to me is one of the most unique mic workers if you will anywhere because his style feels kind of fake like i i hate to put that fine a point on it but like the the waterworks happen a lot with him Mm. and um you know all of his story pretty much all of his stories are very like my father this my father that etc etc um and it would be very tempting. It would be, it would be very easy for him to slip over the line into corny Mm. or unrelatable um, anything along those lines. And I think he's just one of a kind in his ability to do all that and still really be over and be believable. Yeah. And be, um, you know, the top star that he is and i think they've told this story so well um and there are a lot of people that do think he might lose i think they have told this story in such a way that it's pretty hard to justify that um because i think they have done this whole like well you know you're the son that 
you're the son that Dusty Rose had, but on the son he never wanted. I think that's been really good. He cut the promo, or, or, or he, on the son he always wanted, rather, and he cut the promo where he was like, now I have to win because if I don't win, I don't exist and that sort of thing. Like, you could have him lose, which, you know, that argument, going back to that tweet thread you sent me, the whole argument was basically like, well, he hasn't had the big setback. You always need, like, a good story needs a big setback right. on the way to the top. Um, but I think the setback was the injury. Mm-hmm. And I think you could always have him lose and try to build to SummerSlam or next year's WrestleMania, but keeping keeping Roman fresh for that long, not making that stale, um, yeah. doing all like I just I think it's I think it's time. I I really think it's time to have the win and have the big moment at the end of night two of WrestleMania where Sammy and Kevin and and Cody are all embracing in the ring and and it's the signal of a new era starting in WWE um you know one thing I thought they could do which they have not set up in any way so I don't know how they would go about doing this but the the uh I thought they might separate the titles um Mm -hmm. and and you know have and I think maybe what would have happened if they had had their brothers was they might have had Roman headline both nights of WrestleMania and have one be against um, Cody and one be against The Rock and Cody would choose to fight for the WWE title because that was the one that his father never won and then The Rock could lose for the Universal title and Roman could hold it and could complete his thousand days and yada 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 but they aren't in that position now um, and I just think I, I, I don't think he has to win I wouldn't be flabbergasted if he lost, but I think it's the right move to make at this point. I think you make a good point where it's almost like, I think there's plenty of reasons Cody can win, but I almost feel like the most compelling argument is that like Roman has to lose Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Cause I think that's such a good point of like, okay, Cody loses. They can do some stuff with that for Cody. Great. What are you doing with Roman Reigns now like yeah just more just more of it and that's the thing where like <laughs> it, they do right. a great job as a new fan and this whole this whole time they've been doing the bloodline they do a great job of making me believe he might lose in any of his mm-hmm. matches oh like, yeah he, every he, match he's had he's looked yeah. on the ropes at some point like even against even though I knew he was never gonna lose it against freaking Logan Paul like mm-hmm. I still thought for a moment, like, oh damn, are they really gonna have him lose to Logan Paul? And then he, yeah. you know, so like they've done, they do a great job. Where even if Roman wins tonight, I'm sure they'll set him up against. I don't know. I know he just had KO. They set him up against um, Seth Rollins or whatever, and it's like, will he lose mm-hmm. to Seth Rollins? I have probably not. But like, I can still see them kind of pushing that. But it just feels like the last. Looking back at it, the last year, every time he wrestled, I was into it when I watched it, but going into it, into the match. And when the match was done, I was always like, well, of course he wasn't going to lose sort of mm-hmm. thing to this guy or that guy. Yeah. It didn't make any sense at this yeah, point. Yeah. I mean, I think the only exception to that was pretty much the Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I think I that's think, the only one where I was like, okay, I that would make sense. People in thought he was going to lose the UK. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's what I guess that's what I'm saying is like, if he wins this, I don't feel like he's losing it at what's the one after this. What's their yeah, next thing? Back, backlash. Yeah, he's not losing it there. Well, and he's if, not, he, if he wins this, he's definitely not losing it till SummerSlam. And so yeah, you've set yourself up for like so, another 
six months, right? And that's yeah. just kind of like, eh. I just think there's so much also, more you can do with him if he loses. Uh, I think that's like a Roman Reigns without, you know, the whole like Cody thing, you know, without his tribe, without like championships, mm-hmm. like what is he? I think that's a perfect like Roman Reigns is like freaking out. Now, like uh, you've got Jey Uso like questioning him and now you got to put those two against each other or, you know, or you can, mm-hmm. you can have them against um, Seth Rollins for like history and everything. There's just like a lot you could do with like a crumbling bloodline. Um, yeah. And that would be so interesting compared to what they've been doing so far, which has been great, but it's like more of that would, I don't, I trust them, but I just don't know what that would be. Right. And that's the argument that, Again, to go back to that Twitter thread, not to beat up on this one guy. This guy the, sucks. The big core of his argument was like, well, Roman has all these untold stories that still need to be told. And and they and he was kind of saying, unless he outright said, like, they need the belt to tell them. But he was talking about fighting with Jey Uso, mm-hmm. which not only doesn't need the belt, it can't have the belt because <laughs> he can't he can't believably fight Jey Uso when you know that Jey Uso is not winning the world title from him right and honestly if he's going to fight jay again he has to lose that match like you can't you can't tell a story where he's he abused this guy and gaslit him into joining his cult three years ago and now after three years of putting up with his shit the guy finally reaches his breaking point and then he kicks his ass into oblivion again like that can't be the story you tell and then so no jay needs wrestles. to be able to win that <laughs> And if yeah. they and if Jay's gonna win that, he needs he can't win the belt unless unless you want him to win the belt, which is I guess an option. You could have Jay be the ultimate next man up, but it just seems like you know Jay's really really good and he could do it. Um, but it, it seems like that would be strange. Um, Seth Rollins was another one that they talked about, which absolutely doesn't need a belt. It mm-hmm. may of the three, it may need the belt the most, but. It doesn't need one. And again, it's another situation where he's not losing the belt to Seth. So you've set up another match where I just fundamentally don't believe that he can lose. Um, and then the biggest one he said was The Rock, which a oh, hundred thousand times doesn't need the belt. I was like, they just need again, the rock you there. know, The Rock isn't going to win. And that story tells itself with or without the belt. So, like, right. what, and the belt again cheapens it, arguably, because you know, The Rock isn't winning a world title. At this point, when he can make one appearance, he can't even make one appearance a year, you know? That's what I mean. It's like, if he's there, it's just the drop. Oh, he's there. Sort of yeah. like, that's all That's all you need. Yeah. So um, I think I think you're right. I think Roman becomes more compelling without the title. And I think the only, you know, if the, if the argument is Cody shouldn't win it yet because he hasn't struggled enough, I think you should have had him lose the Royal Rumble then or something, you know, like Mm -hmm. you should have gone somewhere else with it. He's here now. This is his chance to have his coronation. Um, And I think he's going to do it. But again, am I going to be absolutely crestfallen or devastated or shocked if Roman Reigns wins on Sunday night? Of course not, because I've been watching that for 936 days or whatever. (laughs) And it's never been disappointing. He's always been good. I will admit um, if he wins it, I I will be, I think you might not be shocked, and I guess I shouldn't be, but I think part of me will be like, okay. Oh, I mean, I'll be shocked. I'll be surprised. We, I will be doing, surprised, but, okay. but I won't be like, it'll be well, the surprise yeah. of like, it will be the surprise of 
just going against my expectations right. versus the surprise I sometimes felt with events where I'm like, they just made the wrong decision. <laughs> like, right. back, like back in the day when Brock would beat Roman, for example, at times. And I was just like, oh, not only is this weird, but it's incorrect <laughs> and you shouldn't have done that. Um, and obviously it has point. all worked out just fine for both guys in the end. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's time to have that crowning moment for all three guys involved in the main events and have them, you know, have them tell that story. And then I think your next, your next big main event is probably just a six way tag with those, those guys versus Roman and the Usos. And then you Mm -hmm. don't have to put the titles back on the line immediately. And you can tell a new story and make a great match and then have that, you know, boil over into something, but um, we'll, we'll see, I guess. It's one of the best built WrestleManias. And, and one of the ways you can tell that is that I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I think that's all the proof we need that really good show. And I'm excited to watch it. So it's uh, just over an hour away, an hour and four minutes from the gotta, start of WrestleMania. You got to get your Bonchon. I do. Oof. Have you had Bonchon? We've discussed this mm-hmm. before. You're going to have to have it if and when you come down here because is pretty good. I mean, it's, it's fast food. So it's not like, it's not fat. It's fast casual. You know? Mm, <laughs> like, you know. It's one grade. It's your, it's your raising canes level. Um, yeah. Maybe Ooh. even a little above that. More like your five guys level, you yeah. know, that I'm kind hungry. of top of the top of food. That's still basically mass produced fast food, but God, is it good? It's so good. And it's so bad for you that now, like I only allow myself to eat it on pretty much big sporting nights <laughs> where like i just want to sit in front of a tv and do nothing for like three that. hours and so that's wrestlemania baby and then i got to figure out what tomorrow's dinner is but tonight's is bond baby i'm saying uh any final thoughts ian the people have been listening to us talk wrestling for one solid hour and they have to deal with it i feel like i've decided that wrestlemania has got to be on my television screen and the st louis city games relegated to my phone that's right Sorry, Klaus. If if they lose, Sorry, it's our fault. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. When folks. does that game start? Seven thirty, I think. Seven thirty my time. Eight thirty, uh, you. Eight thirty, trash person time. Yeah. At least it's not freaking another ten thirty. Oh yuck. boy, those were rough. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'll stay up. I, I'm I'm look, up late anyway, but like, look, I don't care at all. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care about it, but it's not good behavior. <laughs> yeah, exactly uh well you know i've had a ton of fun i look forward to this i know that you are leaving your lavish house with your gra- granite countertops oh that's right and um going to japan for two weeks so we may well, well certainly won't have a joint podcast for the two weeks you're in japan i don't know if i'll put anything out maybe have justin jump in to discuss something uh we will get in here up- justin uploading st louis city uh podcast affairs um but uh, until next time, Ian, have a wonderful WrestleMania weekend and have a wonderful time in in um, Japan. And you and I will not speak until we reunite on this podcast in That's two right. and a half weeks. So I guess goodbye. Sayonara. Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs>